Hey, Paranormies. It's Kyle. I'm Zane. And we're back. Uh, Zane is not with us this week because he had a large... Hernia? (laughs) (laughs) He had a hernia. It was really big. (laughs) Fell right into his butt. (laughs) (laughs) No, Zane had a big project at work he had to do, and so he's been working some really late nights, so he wasn't able to make it this week. But he will be back next week. With a really good story, actually. And you'll just have to wait for it. Until then. Until then. I'm provide the banter that's about as third as witty. <laughs> Mike's going to fill in for him today. Um, but I did want to talk about one of my favorite subjects. Uh, because I feel like everyone knows the story, but they don't actually know the story. But I'm actually not going to talk about the story. I'm going to talk about stuff outside of the story. <laughs> Is that confusing enough for you? (laughs) I think my brain just fell into my butt. (laughs) I want to talk about the Salem Witch Trials, but I'm not actually going to talk about the Salem Witch Trials. I'm going to mention them, but what I'm going to be talking about is one person that was accused of witchcraft specifically. So basically, you're just trying to get me all hyped up for when you actually do talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. But the Salem Witch Trials is my favorite. And I don't love to travel, but I did go to Boston about a year and a half ago. And it was really cool. Because my friends that I was staying with took me to Salem, which is one of the top places I wanted to see. And I will definitely be going back. And I went in October, so it was perfect time of the year to go. They have a lot of witch-themed things in Salem, which I think if, if the if the settlers of Salem were to see what it looks like now, they think they would die because it seriously, there's witch shops on like every corner. It's actually really cool, um, and they've got statues of witches as well. It's pretty cool. But anyway, which witches are they? Uh, Tabitha from Bewitched. They have a whole statue of her, and she's sitting on a moon. It's actually really cool. I will accept nothing less than the Hocus Pocus witches. Um, There's not statues of them, but there's a lot of memorabilia of them. At least they're Halloween. I have a picture of me sitting in front of the um, witch museum. um, And the pumpkin is carved with the Salem witches on it. I'll I'll post it on Instagram. I actually post it on my personal Instagram, but I'll put it on ours so people can see it. Um... Specifically, what I wanted to talk about, though, was the Howard Street Cemetery. Um, It sits right in the middle of Salem. And um, obviously, everyone knows Salem Witch Trials, 1692. Um, I did want to talk about all of the people. But like I said, I'm not going to do that today. Uh, There's a lot of people who were executed in the Salem Witch Trials who have been referenced in TV shows, movies, books. In fact, one of my favorite books, book series, is called A Discovery of Witches. Um, It's actually called the All Souls Trilogy, but it's actually really good. And they've turned it into a TV show, so you can watch the first season. The second season comes out this summer. Um, But in that book, the main character is her ancestor is Bridget Bishop, who was someone who was executed 
in the sandwich okay, trials. Okay, I'll be honest. I was today years old when I found out that there was a complete list of people that had been tried. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea that there was actually like a, an existing list of that. Yeah. Well, I think it's because when people think the witch trials, burnings and stuff. No, the burnings didn't happen in America. They happened in Europe. We hung witches. <laughs> I love that I say that like it's it's okay. We hung them. We didn't burn them. Oh, so glad that you clarified that for me. So much better. <laughs> but we here in America, the witches were hung. They weren't burned. So anytime you see different things or people are like, oh, when they burned witches, that was in Spain and your and um, England specifically, but actually happened all over Europe. But it was mainly in England and Spain. Um, Rebecca Nurse has also been referenced in a lot of um, TV shows. Uh, Sarah Good. The Goods are referenced in American Horror Story. Uh, let's see here. Elizabeth Howe. Uh, Susanna Martin. I don't think I'm going to list every single person here. I just wanted to mention people who are brought up in TV shows and things like that. Uh, there's Giles Corey, Martha Corey, Margaret Scott. Um, I have a friend who's actually related to a couple of friends because they're sisters, but I have some friends that are related to um, one of the witches that were burned. Their their ancestor goes back to her sister. Um, I mean, but it's all oh, the it's same like family. Great, 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 great aunt. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't remember exactly which one, but I think it was Mary Esty who was accused and tried for witchcraft. Anyway, so every time we would watch Hocus Pocus as kids, I'd be like, guys, it's your ancestors. And they'd be like, we know. And then they like pick which which they were. Anyways, kids, <laughs> we were like 10. <clears throat> so don't judge us. Um, but the Salem Witch Trials, everyone knows. I'm just going to give a brief rundown for those that are like, oh, I know of them, but I don't know what happened. So there was a small settlement of people at 19 or excuse me, 1692, not 1992. Uh, that would be hocus pocus. <laughs> 93. Good job. Oh, dang it. I was a year <laughs> off. <laughs> um, anyway, so <clears throat> there were some girls, young teen girls who we don't know exact details, but we just figured that what one of them had, a, had made a servant who her name was, Tichaba. So when we're talking she's young not teen in the girls, list. how old are we talking here? Oh, yeah. Tichaba didn't die, but she pled guilty to it. But she was pardoned of the witchcraft, so she wasn't executed. Oh, so that's only the list of the executed then. Yeah. So the first accused was Tichaba, and it was a teen girl who said that Tichaba came to her and wanted her to sign in this book. You need to sign in the devil's book. Which is where the new terrifying and horrible Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix comes from. Because she has to like write her name in the devil's book. A lot of TV shows today have totally made the Salem Witch Trials look. Oh, these are actually really did happen. No, none of these things actually happened. This is all folklore. Um, anyway, so Tichuba was accused of witchcraft, tried. She pled guilty and then she was pardoned. Sadly, but ever so since she pled then, guilty to being a witch or to having signed the book, um, or was there a difference? Were you just well to become a witch? The book they they accused witches. They called them the accused because they wrote their name in the book, and because they wrote their name in the devil's book, they became witches. 
Okay, so that pretty much was the rite of passage. Yeah, exactly. So okay. you had to, yeah. So they were trying to recruit people to be witches, and that's why, oh no, Tichba wanted me to sign in the devil's book. You have to remember, she was a slave. So going against these people saying, no, I didn't do this, was she was going to die. So it was if <laughs> this was a slave, was this a race thing? Do you think it was a tied to uh, race at all? I don't know if it was necessary. I don't think it was a race thing. I think <clears throat> because. I think Tichba was basically raising her because she was a housemaid and she probably got mad at the girl for doing something and it could have been in, in front of some friends. So she was like, I'm going to get back at her. I'm going to accuse her of witchcraft, you know, something stupid. Oh, OK, gotcha. Now, there have been theories that and it's been proven there's a germ that actually develops in wheat um, if it gets too much water. And they think that potentially what had happened is the previous year's wheat harvest had that germ in it. And so when they would make bread and stuff, the, this germ, I, can't, I wish I knew what it was, was in the bread and was causing hallucinations. So just in case you all heard that, celiac disease is a lie. <laughs> Gluten intolerance is a fad. <laughs> Okay, that's that's actually not true. I actually know people that legitimately have it. And I it's know, not me that too. Great. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I've got some friends that have celiac. Yeah, no, it's it's actually a pretty bad deal. Um, but essentially, that's one theory. I don't think that's what happened. I think maybe some people had a little bit of poisoning from this germ, whatever it was. But I don't think it was the entire town. Well, I mean, it's the 1600s. It's not like they're very sanitary at that point. Yeah. I think what happened was after this... The girls started accusing everybody and it was they were the center of attention. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry that you've been visited by these people at night and the devil is coming to you. Maybe they were just dreaming these things because they were making them up. And so they were like, oh, it's you. And so they started pointing fingers. That's why everyone calls it a witch hunt because there's no witches, but everyone's accusing each other of it. I mean, that's where the phrase witch hunt comes from. Anyway, so. All 20 of these people get accused of witchcraft. Obviously, none of them are witches. But all these modern storytellings try and say that they really were. No, they were not. Um, The person I want to talk about specifically tonight is Giles Corey, though, because he actually put a curse on the town. The entire Salem. And... His death, he actually did not hang like everybody else. His death is unique. And I'm going to get into that right now. Dun, dun, dun. So <clears throat> where I start is Howard Street Cemetery. Giles Corey stands unique as the 20th person to be killed. Now, he wasn't the last, but I want to make him the last here because he was, it was unique. Um. He was accused of witchcraft after his wife had been accused of witchcraft. And they say that his ghost still haunts Salem today, specifically the Howard Street Cemetery. Now, no one actually knows where Giles Corey is buried because everyone who had been accused of witchcraft were marked in an unmarked grave and they were not buried in the cemetery, in the main cemetery in Salem. So if you actually go to Salem today you can go through and see all the people that were involved. And if you do go to Salem, I highly recommend doing a walking tour because those guides, the guy that we that we followed, he did like a four hour tour and it was amazing. He did everything based off of memory and we walked the entire town. There's one section where we went uh, where he was pointed pointed out someone where one of the accused her house had stood and she had an apple orchard. 
And he goes, well, stand here. People say that they can smell apples. And so we're all standing there and we're all taken away. And I'm like, well, it doesn't smell bad, but it's not like I smell apples super strongly. And then he's like, well, and then a few people are like, yeah, I can smell apples. And he's like, well, there's a bakery right over there. <laughs> there's a baker that had, like apple pies. And obviously it's the fall, so they're going to have apple pies for sure. But it was just really funny. They're humorous about it, even though it's a ser- very serious thing um, that happened in our history. Uh, and one thing he did mention was Giles Corey's ghost. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up today. <clears throat> so maybe you're going to get into this, but do we know why any of these people were accused of witchcraft? Do we have like any record of like what tipped them off to say you're a witch? No. Um, my theory is based off of our walking tour guide because he said this and it makes sense to me. It was a, it was a land grab. If you could, whoever was accused of witchcraft, their land would be given to their, not their next of kin, but their next male. So a lot of these people who were accused of witchcraft didn't have a next of kin. They didn't have a son or a husband to pass it off to. And so the land would go up for sale for really cheap because it's like, who wants to buy a witch's land? And then people would be able to buy hundreds of acres for cheap in the town. And it wasn't just acreage. There were farms that were like one, like I mentioned the the apple orchard. I, I wish I remember who it was. She had an apple orchard. She didn't have any family for it to go on to. So when she was accused of witchcraft, right when she went into jail, her entire orchard was sold. The town came in and bought it or someone from the town came in and bought it. So I think it was a land grab. So do you think that for the most part, people didn't actually buy into the witch thing and they were just using it as a facade? No, I think people bought into it. I think the majority of the town bought into it. But there's those few people who are like, yeah, this isn't real. So kind of like relating it back to that episode that all of us were so happy that you left us on the cliffhanger there. Um, (laughs) Or I guess misled us the satanic panic. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like the satanic panic of its times and people were just taking advantage of yeah. that to yeah. make, mm-hmm. get gain from it. Absolutely. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Now, what stopped the witch trials? Because I think because Salem didn't was not the only place that had trials and it was actually wasn't the first place to have trials in the United States. Um, I want to say New Jersey, maybe Vermont. I don't remember. There was another colony. That had the first witch trial, but these trials stopped shortly after because the king of England at the time had a niece who came over and was accused of witchcraft and was killed. And he said, I let you guys live over there for religious freedom. So you're not to be killing people for their if they want to be witches, basically. I'm dumbing this down way too much, (laughs) but that's basically what happened. And so that's why the witch trials stopped in the United States. It was not because of the Salem witch trials. It was after the fact. But there was so much that happened after these 20 people were executed in Salem that Salem never fully recovered. I mean, they did today because everyone goes to tour it. But at the people who accused them of witchcraft, never their lives never recovered. But generations down the line eventually did. Well, I feel like when you actually talk about the sandwich trials, which apparently is not this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like more detail on that. <laughs> I was going to say, I've gone into a lot of depth, but I'll go into specific details and I can give you names of these people and who they were and what happened. Okay. 
I'll do that in a, on a future episode. But I, like I said, I want to talk about Giles Corey. So he was a rich farmer who migrated to Salem from England. In his early years, Giles Corey had a run-in with the Essex County, which Salem is in Essex County. Uh, he went on trial for killing a boy by the name of Jacob Goodale. Uh, the boy was black, by the way. Just, I don't think it's a racial thing. I think it was a division of slaves versus slave owners. Sounds like a race thing to me. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> um, but I, he didn't. Anyway, he went on trial for killing the, the boy, which I think would have been unique in the South because you slaves were your property in the South. You could kill them if you wanted to and you wouldn't be in trouble for it. OK, that, that was just, also later years. That just made me hurt in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Isn't it sad? Oh, but he did go on trial for killing him. And according to witnesses, Corey had beaten Goodale with a stick for stealing apples from Corey's brother-in-law. Corey sent Goodall to receive medical attention 10 days later. So he beat the crap out of him. And then was like, Ooh, he may have hurt him really bad. Maybe you should get some medical attention. 10 days. That's a week and a half. 10 days later. Um, but Goodall eventually died from his injuries. Since corporal punishment was exempt from the indentured servants, Corey was, was exempt from the charge of murder, but then charged for using unreasonable force. Okay, so this, this little black boy was an indentured servant. Yeah. Okay. So Sorry, just for I, made li- him, I said a slave, but yeah, he was an indentured servant. Okay, for our, for our listeners, just like there is a, a subtle difference there. Um, indentured servitude is when you are basically a slave but not just for the rest of your life. It's because a lot of times people wanted to come over to America and did not have uh, um, enough money to make that journey. And so someone would pay for them to come over and they would have to work off that debt basically until they were free to do their own thing. Right. Um, and that was something that unfortunately a lot of children like this boy um, of all races uh, that were involved in, there were a lot of white indentured servants as mm-hmm. well. Thank you for explaining that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that it really makes a difference for this story, but hey, it's a nice little sidecar. (laughs) So he wasn't able to be charged for, you know, corporal punishment wasn't allowed. So he wasn't able to be charged for murder, but he was charged for using unreasonable force. And many witnesses testified against Corey um, for what he had done. And he was found guilty and then just fined. So he already had a run in with the county. Well, the law certainly isn't what it used to be. That <laughs> right. is that is insane. So we just got a fine for beating this poor boy basically to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So uh, Giles Corey was actually married three different times. Once in England, twice in England, actually. And then his wife came over with him. Um, and after the death of his second wife, wife, he married Martha. So Martha Corey was also accused of witchcraft. In fact, she was accused of witchcraft before Giles was. Uh, but they were married for just a few years before the witch trial started. Martha was accused on, uh, of witchcraft on March 19th, 19. Keep saying 19. 1692. Sorry, my dyslexia is flipping that six over. So it looks like a nine. Um, Giles thought his wife was guilty at the time, actually, of witchcraft. And based on the different testimonies against her. And he was like, yeah, she's definitely a witch. But then he was accused, accused of witchcraft almost 
a month later to the day, he was accused on April 18th, 1692. So he was also accused along with Mary Warren, Abigail Hobbs, and Bridget Bishop. Bridget Bishop just keeps coming up in my head because I've read that book series so many times. Um, the next day they were examined by the authorities and Abigail Hobbs accused of Giles, accused Giles of being a wizard. Giles denied it, of course, and um, he refused to make a plea. So he wasn't going to say guilty or not guilty. He just refused completely like this is a joke. So why is it that people were pleading guilty to this? Because if they pled guilty, they had a lesser they weren't sentenced to death. That's why Tichuba did. She just said, yeah, I'm guilty. They were like, okay, great. And you're cast out Bye. we can't have a witch among us. So basically, if you tried to deny it, they just try and find a reason to kill you. Then. Yeah, but this is also why it's a cat, a, a catch or a grab at land, because if you are accused of witchcraft, if you were found guilty, you were killed. If you pled guilty, you were cast out and you didn't get your land back anyway. So someone accuses you of witchcraft and it's death, basically a death sentence regardless. What so, a time to be alive. So that's why people are like, well, I'm if I turn somebody else in, maybe they'll let me out and not cast me out. Or if I told if I said so and so made me do it, then. Perfect. But I think the reason that Abigail Hobbs accused Giles is because they were accused at the sound the same day. So she's like, well, I'm not going to accuse somebody else of being a wizard. So I'll just, I'll make him do it because he's already been accused. So I'll just say it was, oh, it was him, you know. All, his life is already ruined. I may as well steal the deal. Yeah, Thanks, Bob. exactly. Also, no, I do want to note here. Giles is in his 80s at this point. <laughs> OK, which when it's that age is going to come into play a little bit later because an 80 year old of how he dies. It, crazy. Anyway, I just don't even know what to think at this point. <laughs> so Giles denied the accusations and refused to plea. He was then thrown into prison and would remain there until September. So he was in jail, in prison. And those prisons were horrible. It was basically a hole in the ground, and they were all covered in their own crap. Feces, vomit. You know, I'm beginning to think maybe he is a wizard. Because, I mean, living to 80 is a freaking miracle in 1692 anyway. But in those conditions, for that long? From April until September. How many months is that? I mean, that would be awful as a young and spry dude. But yes. is it an 80-year-old? Holy crap. Isn't that insane? Not cool. Okay, so in the trial of Mercy Lewis versus Giles Corey, so Mercy Lewis is the one who originally accused him of witchcraft, the statements made by Mercy Lewis were quite damning for the time. Remember, they didn't go based off of evidence. They go based off of opinion. Does she weigh more than a duck? <laughs> She's turning me into a newt. <laughs> So she accused him of appearing in her room at night and trying to force her to write her name in his book. So they, from what it sounds like, is they had a hierarchy that men were wizards and then they would come and convince and these women to sign the book and become witches. Yeah, it doesn't happen that way. So basically a very patriarchal society way of looking at things. Yeah, but you have to remember that's patriarchy is what they were used to. That's why I said patriarchal yeah. society. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So when she refused, he said he would beat her. She would also claim 
that at the time of his examination back in April, she was torturing him with her mind, with his mind. So he would appear to her in his mind or they'd be in the same room and he would stare at her and she would have fits of torture. And anyway, obviously, we all sounds totally plausible. (laughs) We all know that it's ridiculous. Um, And again, Giles refused to make a plea. Uh, Giles believed that the court was biased against him and that he had no chance of them finding him innocent. So regardless of what he said, they would make sure that he was found guilty. So is he basically just of the mindset that I'm old, I just want to get killed quick and get it over with? No, I think he was. So 1692, this was about 80 years before the Revolution of America. That's before America was born, basically. So I think he was kind of one of the earliest early people who kind of had that attitude of you're not going to tell me what to do. And I'm not making a plea because I didn't do anything. And there's no reason for me to make a plea because this is ridiculous. And he could see through everything. I think once he be once he was accused, he was just like. He saw through the entire facade and was like, yeah, every single person who's been accused, they're not witches. And I think that's where he could see land grab they're trying to go for my land because of everything that i own but i think he also thought they were impartial against him because of him beating the endangered servant to death See, now he's just sounding like carl Fredrickson. he just doesn't want to give up his land <laughs> exactly <laughs> the old stubborn guy <laughs> exactly um so even though he had not pled guilty he didn't pled innocent um they still proceeded with a trial um, but he never went to it. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm not going to that. Boy, wasn't so, he in prison at this point? He was in prison, but he w- he didn't go on trial until September. But he didn't even go to the trial because he's like, it doesn't matter what they're going, what I say. They're either they're going to find me guilty. I'm amazed regardless. that they gave him that choice at all, quite honestly. <laughs> um, I think that was their way of showing humanity. You can go to it if you want, but it's going to look bad on you if you don't show up. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, lovely. So, um, so Giles was the only guilty party of witchcraft that was not hung. I did mention that. Uh, he wanted to be killed with a strong force of punishment. So they went to a French form of torture. Did they cut off his head? No. Okay, good. Um, they use something called the, and I'm going to butcher this because I do not know French, <laughs> the Piene Forte et Dure. It was a form of punishment originally from Europe or, or uh, France, but was illegal because of its barbaric nature. It was the death by crushing. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't sound horrible. With what, rocks? Yeah. Oh. Just, just, just wait. It gets worse. Okay? This, this is straight up like biblical, like going to stone yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's worse. No. So, but I freaking love this guy. If anyone stuck it to the man, to the man, he was the original man. He was, he was the way to do it. <laughs> so September 17th, 1692. So let's see, March, what's April, May, June, July, August, September. Five months later, almost to the day. Again, almost to the day, is when they executed him. Giles Corey was placed under immense pressure of rocks. So they laid him on a rock slab, put a big heavy rock over top of him. And then they would place one by one rocks on top of those. Um, trying, They were try, just trying to get him to make a plea. 
because he still was refusing to plead guilty or not guilty. See, at this point, it's just like these people are just sick and twisted having fun with it. I mean, but I'm wondering this is, if this is where that the more um, like the germ comes in handy because they weren't all thinking straight. So, yes, I think originally it was a land grab, but then it's like no one's thinking straight because of the soiled harvest from the year before. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of messing with their heads. I'm not saying they were all high or anything. I'm just saying they weren't thinking straight because of the. Well, do you think that there is a certain attitude as well of like these witches are extremely evil and causing evil on our land. So we want to torture them and make them pay for the wrongs that they've done. Is that? Yeah, but what's interesting is they were doing this because he wouldn't make a plea. Like he was accused of witchcraft but without a plea and no evidence, they couldn't technically execute him. So I think this was their way of getting it out of him. Does that hmm. make sense? Yeah. Uh, interesting. So two days later, after two days, he was asked three different times to make a plea. So he sat under those rocks for two days. Two days. 80 years old and each day they would come and put more rocks on top of him more weight and they would just keep putting more weight on top of him just the hunger and thirst alone this is holy crap exactly well you're getting crushed I don't think you're going to be that hungry (laughs) okay okay valid valid (laughs) so Giles was asked three different times to make a plea and his reply each time can you guess suck it (laughs) basically he said more weight Shut up. Mm-hmm. To which the oh sheriff complied. Gosh. Giles' tongue eventually pressed out of his mouth and the sheriff had to come over with a cane because of that's how much pressure he had is he couldn't hold his tongue in his mouth. So the sheriff came over with a cane and shoved it back in. <laughs> and he was still breathing and at this point? still breathing, yep. Oh my, man, this is one sturdy man. Right? Uh, so there were men coming and standing on top of the pile of bricks and rocks to add more weight. Each time he was asked again to make a plea and he would say more weight. Eventually the weight of the rocks killed Giles Corey on I September 19th. I a slower, well, I mean, I can't imagine a slower, more painful death, but yeah. that's pretty up there. Mm-hmm. That is, that yeah. is horrible. So, so eventually over the course of three days, so from, so it started on the 17th, 18th and 19th, he ended up dying on the 19th. His last words were, damn you, I curse you, Salem. The man he was referring to when he said that was Sheriff Corwin at the time. So, if you go to Salem, everyone knows this story. Everyone knows that he cursed Salem. Because they they're having curses. He's not the so only one. I believe think, there were others. Do you think he was saying that just to be spiteful or do you think he was saying that because he secretly was the whole no, time? No, he was for sure being spiteful. He's like, if you guys are going to kill me of being a witch, let's hope that I can actually curse this town because you all suck. I think that's basically what it was. But from what I understand, he actually did. Yes, he did. So Giles' death caused a big stir among the people of Salem. He didn't fit the profile of a witch. He was an elderly man and devote to the church. Not only, uh, or excuse me, not to mention his gruesome death, 
His death was not in vain, though. You know, this was such a religious time. I would, you know, everything that they did was heavily tied to religious matters. Was he any kind of like ranking official in the church? Did no. he have any position? No, he was just a farmer. Hmm. Okay. Um, his death was not in vain, though. He was a martyr and caused the town to disgrace the witch trials. So he did exactly what he wanted to. He wanted to say, screw you guys. This is not ever going to happen again. He was immortalized in writing and became a symbol of holding on to one's convictions. His name was eventually cleared of the witchcraft accusations in 1711. Oh, thank goodness. In 1711, they finally figured it out. Right? How many years is that? Let's see. Almost 20 years later. It took them almost 20 years to say, oh, never mind. He didn't do witchcraft. Thanks, but no thanks. So Giles was buried in an unmarked grave like all 19 other witches or those accused of witchcraft. Since then, um, there have been anonymous donors who have paid for. It's actually really cool. Right next to the cemetery in Salem, there's this huge walkway and there's benches on it. And on each bench, it has uh, it's basically a gravestone. It has their name, the year they were born and the year they died. And all 20 accused witches have a headstone now. Sort of a memorial of sorts. Yeah. Now, they no one knows where they were actually buried. Uh they suspect it was somewhere up near um, the hanging hill where they actually hung the witches because how they would never disgrace their sacred burial ground in the town with a witch. So I think that's why they're that's where they suspect they were buried, but no one can prove it. Um, but Giles was buried in what is now the Howard Street Cemetery. So he wasn't buried near where everyone else is. Where he was buried wasn't a cemetery at the time. It has now been turned into a cemetery. They don't know exactly where he was buried. They just know the general area. Do we know why they did that? Or I mean, because it seems like they treated him pretty differently from everyone else in all respects. I, I Well, the Howard Street Cemetery wasn't a cemetery until like 100 years later. Well, so I think well, it was right, more in memorial for him. Like, let's do this. Let's make, we need, you know, we ran out of space in our cemetery. We need to make another one. No, let's do it over here oh, where Giles no, no, was I mean, buried. Like why they did bury him with the rest of the witches. Because he wasn't hung. He was crushed to death. Yeah. So I, like, I don't think they would track him up to Hanging Hill and bury see, him, you know? I see, yeah. So it's just like, let's dig a hole right here. It was just inconvenient. Yeah, exactly. Since his death, many witnesses have reported seeing him haunting the cemetery, seeking retribution for his untimely death. His ghost extends beyond the cemetery. His last words were that he cursed Salem, revealing that maybe in the end he did have a small amount of supernatural abilities. At the age of 30, Sheriff Corwin, who was the sheriff who crushed him to death, died of a heart attack only a few years after Giles Corey was crushed to death. The curse lived on, affecting every sheriff from that time on until 1978. Wait, 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 wait. They died at 30? Not at 30. Every single sheriff died under some type of heart condition. Every single one of them for almost 300 years. How old were they all? Um, I don't know. I'd have to do I'd have to do a lot more digging. 
Um, so why 1970s? Like that seems like a random time for it. To well, just so it just says the curse streak. lived on, affecting every sheriff from that time on. In 1978, Sheriff Cah- Cahill, C A H I L, Cahill, okay, sure, <laughs> had to retire due to health problems, high blood pressure, a blood disease, and a heart attack. Doctors couldn't detect the causes. The, sh- the sheriff inherited the position from his father, who had died of a heart attack. The curse on the sheriff seemed to have been broken when the sheriff's office was removed to Middleton in 1991. So I guess it didn't. I guess I was wrong. Sorry. I said that it ended in 1978, but 1978 was the last one reported, I think, where they think it was blamed on the curse. Um, but then the sheriff's office was moved to Middleton, so not in Salem, and they haven't. The sheriffs haven't had any issues since. So literally 299 years later. That's quite amazing for a last minute spiteful. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, the, sher- the curse on the sheriff of Salem gave them all the same health conditions as far back as traceable. Isn't that insane? That is freaking scary. Also, those guys that were taking that job, that like, I mean... I, I sure the first couple, but like, you know, once it's like, you know, the 1900s, like, uh-huh. come on, dummy, don't take that job. <laughs> right. Well, and the the tour guide that I had when I was there, he's like. He doesn't really believe that there was a there's a curse. He's like, I think it's just happenstance because it's a high stress job and it would take effect on your heart. Yes. I would be interested to know the national statistics for heart conditions amongst the police. Please, it's not. The high, honestly, up there with it is, uh, I just had a class on this the other day. I want to say suicide is actually higher than heart condition. Isn't that sad? Really? Police suicide, yeah. Oh, that is awful. Um, I would imagine that's got to be in like high crime areas, though. Yeah. Um, I think today a lot of it is different cancers because... Genetics, obviously, but also because a lot of them, a lot of of retired cops today were going into drug houses and meth labs and things like that without protected gear. And they had a lot of exposure to chemicals that they didn't realize were harmful at the time. So nowadays it's more of just like circumstantial stuff, like the environment than it is the emotional yeah, but my tour guide in Salem, he thought that it was because it was a high stress job. Yeah, high stress takes a toll on your heart and it could have been something along those lines, which is is a possibility. But it's funner to think that it was the curse from Giles Corey. <laughs> well, you know, any good curse has to have some sort of mm-hmm. plausible deniability, but still maybe. Right. <laughs> now, this is kind of this. The cherry on top that solidifies Giles Corey's ghost in Salem. Um, but the Howard Street Cemetery specifically is where Giles Corey's ghost is, is seen most often. And people will just see a guy walking through. Don't approach him because he's hostile for sure. Um, but he's usually seen before some, some type of tragedy befalls the town. Specifically, in 1914, there was a tragedy known as the Great Salem Fire. The majority, like 80% of the town burned to the ground. He did it. Yeah. He's a beyond the great arsonist. He was seen right before 
So right before the fire, an old man was seen hovering through the cemetery grounds. The fire started on Gallows Hill, which is where all the witches were hung. Where his wife, right here where it says, uh, where his wife Martha was hung for witchcraft. The fire destroyed most of Salem. So around 80% from what I could research. So here's my next question. Did he appear there in February of 2020? <laughs> when when COVID came through? Yes. I don't know. How crazy would that, that be? <laughs> let's call some Salem people. All right, let's get them on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is... The Salem witch trials is so fascinating to me. In fact, all the witch trials in Europe, everywhere, they're so interesting because it all does is show human hysteria on how one person can be like, oh my gosh, look how crazy this is and accuse one person. And because I trust you, you could be completely lying, Mike. And if you said something, I'd totally believe you. If you totally made up a lie, I'd be like, yep, Mike said it's true. So it's definitely true. I'm a witch. Mike's a witch, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Did I sell it? Definitely. Perfect. (laughs) Every time I think of witches, I think of the Halloween episode from The Simpsons when Marge is a witch. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Her and her sisters are three witches that come to the town to eat the kids, but instead they give them candy, and that's how how that's why we go around on Halloween to get candy. So they, okay, well I need to go back and watch this. I haven't seen this so, one. <laughs> it is so funny. I recommend it. Uh, no one knows when Giles Corey's going to appear again because it's pretty random. Um, no one knows his, No one knows specifically where his grave is, uh, but now there's a mo- memorial marker like I mentioned for him and the other 19 victims of the Salem witch trials. One thing is certain though, his ghost, if seen, is not a friendly one. To keep up to date on what's happening on the podcast, follow us on Instagram at guysparanormal. Also, if you have any stories you want to share with us, email us at pnormalguys@gmail.com. at gmail.com.